practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Do you want to reintroduce and put that at the end? Oh, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> As an added treat? That was the start Every- right there, so go ahead. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Uh, it's Casey. This is Hans. And Henning is working. Incognito. Is that what incognito means? I think the incognito just means like in disguise. Yeah, he's disguised as a hard worker. <laughs> disguised as oh, a worker. shit. Thank you for reminding me by bringing up Henning. Did you know a new st- breaking story today? Breaking Across the wire. Einstein was a racist. Ooh, cause he cause he called them black holes, <laughs> uh, yellow holes, Casey. <laughs> because of the way the uh, the uh, thing. Uh, let me, so I, I I I so I looked it up. I had to click on it. So one of the How more so? famous Einsteinian like, quotes is like racist. Is he like classic racist, like grandpa racist, or straight up like eugenics? Here we go. Uh, I am going to have to like quote him because these are up for not debate, but they um, the first source I read was Fox News. Um, Ooh. So here's BBC. It'll be a little more clear about the exact. So it's a diary he had when he was young, a young man in his travels to Asia. Uh, oh, I don't know if I got to finish, but uh, in later life, one of Einstein's more famous quotes was racism is a disease of that white I have pe- white have people <laughs> and then it was uh, it's like syphilis uh uh e equals mc superior uh, uh. <laughs> t-shirt new t-shirt <laughs> uh so i did find it so their travel diaries that he kept when he went to the far east palestine and spain from 1922 to 1923 and uh for an example he describes his time in Colombo in Ceylon, which is now Sri Lanka. They live in great filth and considerable stench down on the ground. Do little and need little. One. Did he write in? Did he write in the sound of him kicking one of them in the ribs? Right. I feel like that is an observation of 1922 Asia. Uh, we don't have the context of if we was in a rural thing or this or that, and I'm not defending this filthy racist, by the way, (laughs) but that one seems highly out of context. Um, sure. Let's see. He said, Ooh, Ooh boy. All right. (laughs) This is some juicy ones coming up. (laughs) Einstein traveled from Spain to the middle East, uh, uh, to China and Japan. The, the physicist describes arriving in Port Said in Egypt and facing Levantines, Levantines Ooh, is is that a new a <laughs> new racial epithet? Let me let's use it. Let's see if we can't find the context in, in, in the uh, in a sentence. Um, Levantines of every shade, ellipses, as if spewed from hell, who come aboard their Oof. ship to sell their goods. Again, I guess I can't break that down because I don't know what it means. Uh, he described Chinese children as spiritless and obtuse and calls it a pity if these Chinese supplant all other races. That one Ooh. sounds real racist. Well, especially if you say it now, nowadays. So, I don't know. I just, you know, 
Maybe that's what Henning's working on. You know. <laughs> his, his racist diaries of the <laughs> Middle East. The racist diaries of Henlex Digitron. I forget what his name's. <laughs> Henrix Jones. You'll have to listen to the whole episode to get that one, folks. Uh, that's a call forward. Ooh, trademark. Oh, speaking of trademark, uh, I got to throw it out. Remember a couple weeks uh, ago we were talking about um, our new uh, form of audio, audible Twitter? I think you called yeah. it um, Hearmo or... <laughs> Hearmio? <laughs> Hearmio. But I got a, a, like an actual viable... Um, Viable business su- plan? What's that? No, I said an never. Viable business? A never, unless it's a T-shirt with a picture on it <laughs> that of Einstein uh, uh, and Frederick Douglass. Then I don't have viable business. Plans. It's just one of those in the boxing those cheesy, ring. Those cheesy T-shirts that has the like front of a stereo on it, where when you talk, it goes. Whoa! Like, don't remember wait, those? That's a real thing. Yeah. Like a there was a short time where there were like T-shirts had little little electronics doodads attached. I don't think they lasted long because you can't wash the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. But I remember a T-shirt that you could put a CD in. What? And it would play? I don't know if it would play. It or would if just it was show just... that you own CD. It was a human CD <laughs> tower. <laughs> it was. It was the most rubiest shirt in the world. It just had. A screen print of a CD player, and then you could just slide a CD in the pocket, and then you had to make the music yourself. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That Mark my words, that will be adorning a waitress at um, uh, Champs very soon. Uh, oh, no, but Pete sent me, he's like, oh, that's a great idea, which I'm sure he's being ironic. But he sent me, I was like, with a name, sometimes an idea with a name or a moniker attached, you can say that could be a legitimate thing. And he said, sure, this should be called ringer spelled R N G R R N G R. I could see oh, that. Yeah. Totally. You could see that as like a slick an app. logo. You click on an app that just said ringer R N G R. Oh yeah. And then and it's just hardcore gay porno. Did you, did you read Trump's ring today? Did you hear Trump's ring today? <laughs> what did Trump ringer yeah. today? <laughs> that works in a in a in a weird parallel universe. Trump is ringing and not tweeting. There is a universe, as we know, that we live in a part of a multiverse, and one of them's a so, racist one. That's so Einstein. One of says. Oh, one of yeah, the not it, we're all Nazis in that one. Right, that one's always that one's the most entertaining one because that's where all the superheroes go. Um. Where instead of moving to New York, we moved to the West Coast. Yeah, and we invented Ringer. Or the other possibility was the first time. Uh, and then we and lose all went, our money in uh, bringing back the CD shirt. <laughs> yes, exactly. We try to invent the the MP3 shirt. You don't get it. It's it's spelled C D S H R T. There's no I. CD shirt. And, no, we we just try to we try to supplant iPod with the i shirt. Ooh. It's got the two the headphones coming out the neck. Oh god, I had a, a hoodie with headphones already attached. You know what why that didn't work? Because you're not you a You can't hacker? fucking wash it. <laughs> yeah, right. They say you can, 
But all they do is the speakers bang around, and then the next time you put it in, there's a little water left in that earpiece, and it shocks your brain. And it did. You know how painful it is to get an electric shock in your ear canal? <laughs> oh, God. Um, Ringer. I was just going to say Alternate the, universe, yes. Uh, first time we went to Los Angeles, we just basically kind of got stranded on the Venice Venice Beach area. We didn't really venture too far out of that. And we were just kind of like, I don't Venice if if for anyone who hasn't been to Venice Beach, it's one of a kind. And you sure. won't be surprised to find out it's kind of like the water town of beaches. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it is the most hokey, honkiest place you've ever been. Like they're they're artsy people, but all they do is paint portraits of uh Jim Morrison. Ooh, and like yes, Jim Belushi and a lot of guys and like like crazy people roller skating. Like it's very interesting. And then there's that part that's Muscle Beach. I, I was going to say, is that a part of it? And is that still going strong? It is gross. <laughs> <laughs> because it's literally a giant shed, open air <laughs> shed with yeah. uh with like you can slide the doors down to like lock it up but it's right. like an open air shed and then there's a bunch of workout stuff outside right. but it looks like a prison workout yard like all the mats are ripped everything's <laughs> taped and then it's such an amazing sight to see because you'll have like a guy like just jacked to the fucking heels to the ceiling Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you'll have a bunch of rubes who clearly just ran by and are like <laughs> pumping iron, like just pale farmer tans, and it's oh, it's amazing. It's the so grossest it's, workout stuff you've ever seen. It's not so you don't have to have some kind of weird membership to work out on Muscle Beach. You I just have to go. So you you pr- it's probably like a library card. Like right. someone may come along and check once in a while, but. If you want to pump a few reps on the on the cheap, just watch out for the lunkheads. That is so just. But that's I that I just could see that that's where we would be. It was like Hans and I'd just be living on Venice Beach with white guy dreads. I just drinking pina coladas all day long. I picture like an animation, and it's scrolling across Muscle Beach. And you just see these hunky guys in their string bikinis, all tan, working out. And then literally just the camera has to pan lower. And you just see whatever the pink, fleshy ego part of the brain is with a little headband on and just, oh, yeah, uh, uh, pumping, pumping, oh, pumping no, barbells. it's all it's the grossest because it's right on the beach and right on the like boardwalk area. So the only people there are like, like working out because, you know, people are looking. Right. That's so. So we we pass it a couple times and there's always like, like I said, that really jacked tan guy. Like he does a couple reps and then he leans on the fence and then there's some ditzy chicks like talking to him. I was like, is this the 1950s? It's going to kick sand in my face. God, it's like that still works. Those classics still work. The and that. Yeah, that is. So uh, the antithesis of uh, anything I embody, like the, I don't like people looking at me. I'm like the guy from back to the, I'm, I'm like, um, George McFly when Marty's staring at him and he's eating cereal and he just goes, what? what? Like, I don't want anybody what? staring, looking at me in my direction oh my anyway, God. 
but for some to purposely want somebody to watch you work out gives me chills. That is horrible. Oh, you'd hate. I had the same reaction. Like, I had a very visceral reaction to Muscle Beach. And it was not because it's like, I'm a wimp and they're strong. Right, exactly. No, it was like, everything about this place is gross. Because you don't get it from the pictures. Because you're like, oh, Muscle Beach is kind of off to the side. No, it's right. It's like a, you know, might as well have the gym in the middle of a restaurant for all, for all <laughs> intents and purposes. Like. It, isn't Venice Beach also known for its famous hobos? Oh, yeah. There's panhandlers and kooks everywhere. Like fun kooks or the cut you kind? Little both? Mixed bag? Can, that New York sense, you're like, yeah, I'm going to walk clear of that guy in the in the seven trench coats. <laughs> But the, who's but selling? The, who's selling really tiny portraits of Jim Morrison? Not like the big full-on ones. But the guy in cowboys, the cow, the guy in cowboy boots and uh, and and briefs, yelling uh, yelling at the guy, calling the guys on Muscle Beach fruits. I'm gonna go see what this guy's <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, I want to see what he's about. Not not in gay fruits, but literally like, come on, blueberries, come on, banana. <laughs> They're about your bananas. And his cowboy boots, like the soles off, so they're like clap, 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 oh, clap, clap, man. like a Muppet's mouth. That is, yeah, that is, any anytime you see anybody that would rather wear the shoes that flap than no shoes at all, you walk on the other side of the street, sir. You should never cross the street for no man. Cross the street for yeah. that man, because he's going to get you. He's had a rough day. Is it, have you noticed, is that the same, I noticed, like, Ohio has definitely shifted. It's now like weirdo kook season. Is it the same in South Carolina? Kook. Like I didn't notice it as much before, but I, you know, you assume it's because the weather got nice, but it's like a disproportionate amount of like weirdos. It's, it's, it's not fair. Cause the weather's all like nice down here. And I don't yeah. live. I live in the burbs, baby. You, you live I live off in the, the burbs. The beaten path. I drive through Charleston like a like a, a mighty a mighty Republican. Roll my windows up, <laughs> lock the doors. Uh no, I, I I guess I don't but you know I see kooks like every weekend. Like I just go back to oh, yeah. the type of kooks we have down here. That's so general. I've seen some some uh, like I said, just comically bizarre Trump supporters, and I'm not saying that like mm. that guy must support Trump. I'm saying that because they w- have a "Make America Great Again" hat on, and then yeah. they look like like m- melted flesh. They look like <laughs> they look like a melted white crayon. <laughs> they look like somebody Galobule. poured. They look like somebody poured glue into a pair of cowboy boots with the soles detached. That's what it is. <laughs> So yeah, I see those kooks, just like, uh, like a gin nose so ginny that uh, a bottle of gin would say, "Sir, you've had yeah. enough." Uh, there's this one spot on my walk to work and our walk to the grocery store, and when I first passed it, like right when we first moved here, and my New Yorkerness was like, "This is the worst planning anyone's ever done." Because it's a bus stop, but it's right in between. Uh, there's a 
the big grocery there's a big grocery chain called Kroger. Oh yeah, sure. But in Ohio, you can't sell liquor in the grocery store, so they have it around the corner. It's still the same building, but they're separate. Got it. So between the grocery store where you can buy the really big mm-hmm. beers, sure. <laughs> there is of course, and then in between that where you can buy the like the little uh, flask bottles of cheap brandy is a fucking bus stop. Perfect. Which is fine normally. But it's perfectly shaded, and there's a fucking. There are two outlets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at all time of the day, every day you pass, and it's like a house party. <laughs> Just people hanging out, like phones plugged in, music's going. Oh, God, I love it. Oh my God. Oh, I, I. And these see. are not normal people. Like these are the like googly crot. Like you, like you've been doing a lot for a long time. Right. I uh, I thought you meant outlets like you could get in. I thought you meant inlet outlets like the sides were open. So I was like, two outlets like they can no, get away like, two two different directions when the two functioning the old Irish like, cop comes. The bus like, I've seen guys with laptops plugged in, just like sitting on this. It's like yeah. what the fuck is happening? Yeah, this is an outlet culture. It's ridiculous. I mean, you work in a bar. I guess now it's just not like. It's kind of innocuous now, but it is. But back in the day, it was like, and I guess as a when when you have like when you've worked in the same bar or whatever, like you can tend to find innocuous things to yeah or uh, pointless things to get huffy about. And in retrospect, I'll look and I was like, they want me to that asshole just plugged his phone in without asking. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but then like people would start to get upset if you didn't have a you, you know you should oh, you, that, you, you that's should what have gets me you should have a charging cord a port. when I gotta catch grief because I don't have the 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 cube or the cord because you right. have one or the other right yeah fuck you yeah um was, that, was we should we should have went into the dad segment hit it before now. we started our we we're hot I mean this da, is da, 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 dads. Dude, Henning, dude. yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Henning asked this last week about dad talk, and then I was laughing thinking about it because we did the most daddest thing in the world of just like sort of finding a way out of it. We're like, oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's good, it's fine, we're all good. Yeah, yeah. Nobody kids, wants to hear about kids. it. It's not their kids. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, that is the most dad answer, non-answer to the question. Oh man, I love that. Only Henning knows at this point in time. The irony of us actually doing a dad segment at his behest I was without gonna, yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> right. And what did he, did he ask us to do something? You can't tell me what to do. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Well, you, we'll, we'll certainly hear Henning's, Henning's input uh, next week on it. But so, da-dum, 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 dad, dad. Go for it. Uh no, I was just laughing because he had mentioned he when he said he couldn't come. I was like, we can do an a whole a whole dad talk bit, sure. And then it was just went on a flight of fancy, like imagining it just being like a, like that NPR show car talk, but it's just sure. dads, it's just people calling in, and just these two salty dads, like I can't take it anymore, just just yelling at people as they call in. Oh, that's funny. Or just being very beat, like brow beaten by the world. Like I definitely like, <laughs> like you know, like I definitely look like someone's dad now. You think sure. so? 
No one's going to mistake me for anybody else. Just always slightly stupefied. Oh, yeah. Always sweaty. Um, I wonder if I have that. You know, I guess most times in conversation with new people, I gave a tour to some people today. It was like within three minutes. Not even. Within two minutes, I was like, yeah, yeah, new dad. She's six today. Six weeks old today. But, um, that's like, I, uh, I don't have a, I don't mind talking about it. Cause but what it's, else? It's am, and, and, and now I, I don't yeah, talk sorry. Else. What, but like, why, what else do I have to talk? Like what, at this point right. in time, why do I feel ashamed? I feel like a level of like, it's like I'm at Muscle Beach trying to hide my muscles. Like what else do I, what the fuck else am I going to talk no, about? No, it's like when someone gets me going, I'm like, man, I need to, I need to slow down. Like I've been talking about my daughter for thirty minutes straight. Yeah, and it's weird. It's most likely because either they asked about it or Oh yeah. It came up definitely. in conversation and they continued the conversation talking about their kids or Yeah. But da, 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 it's not like shoving things I don't know why I have this weird feeling that I'm like Thrusting. Thrusting. 'Cause I'm I was I'm like I'm a boring dumb dad. I was a boring non dad. It was just a boring dumb ago. before. Yeah. Now, like just I can add, at least add three dad letters to it. behind it. <laughs> um, no, it's funny. I don't yeah. know. Like, it's this has always been the case. It, Ashley and I are just very, for some reason, like I, we're just very approachable to people. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like I'd like to think, like, oh, I kind of you know look like a tough guy, a biker. No, I look like Santa Claus's son. <laughs> So, of course, everybody is like, can I tell you about my aunt's leg disease? Like, we'll be out. We When we were dating, people would just, like, ah, oh, here's the thing. I got to tell you two something. We're like, where the fuck did that come right. from? Right. Sure. We were, like, paying for parking, like, three days ago, and we talked to this woman for, like, 20 minutes. It was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. You, um, yeah. You, 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 have a, you have a nice demeanor. Uh, But now, yeah, now that we have the baby, it's like, holy crap. Oh no, you're not getting away with that. Just normals and kooks, all of them. Come one, come all. But I will say, you know, I still have a little toilet in me. I was, I think I'd mentioned to you before we, uh, an an hour before we started recording, uh, Ruby took a dump on my lap, and it is not out of the realm of possibility to go to an adult site and go in the search engine and type in. <laughs> daughter dumps on dad's lap <laughs> oh god oh you find something <laughs> they just discovered this fetish locked away in a vault somewhere right no, someone's always son and stepmom or brother and sister it's like when did oh, that yeah, shift yeah. happen this is insane oh no but it's like if you think about like going off of what bill maher said it's just sort of it's an embarrassment of riches. Like there's too, too many options. So of course that's an option because if you like are on these like watching porn multiple times a day, you're gonna burn out that part of your brain. It stops being sexy. So you gotta find some other weird thing. And there's always someone there to like relabel an old porno like step bro and step sis take uh, dumps. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's so weird. Oh, uh, and you're exactly right. And, and, and it, of course, is always 
it's it's awful. I don't know. It's um, it's a taboo. I get. Ooh. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is it some? Is there some just nerd in a corner? Like that's not like he's not perverted. He's just <laughs> shirt creative in a sense. He's like these guys are gonna burn out. All these horn dogs, they they keep clicking on stepdad and and son. <laughs> well, Which what what can be next? Certain. And the next thing has to be step grandma, right? Aunt. Step grandma on toilet. Like he just has to keep thinking of it, and then it's just, and then it's just solo toilet time, and it, you know, like, and then he's like, well, we've had too much toilet. What? How about? How about your uncle meets a, your uncle defiles a urinal, you know, like <laughs> I don't want to see that video actually. That one's got me a little ooh, you piqued my interest. <laughs> uncle defiles a urinal. We got the title of this episode. <laughs> no, it's funny that you mentioned that because um just at work it's like all young kids and I think they were all just shooting the shit, like playing those you know, it's not even a game, but like name your five favorite this, your five favorite that, five favorite whatever. And one of the <laughs> the guys is like, "Hey man, I don't want to be weird, but like we've been doing this. Wh- who are your five favorite porn stars?" And I was like, "I don't know their names. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, how dare you?" <laughs> but also, it's like they're so free to share. It's like this is such a. So I was like, "Okay, this is a this is a very odd and or interesting conversation." This one kid was talking about, he's like, oh, I like, I wrote it down somewhere. I'll, have to, I'll look up the name. Uh, he, I love this one specific dude. And I was like, oh yeah, why? You know, like, why? It's like, cause he's so chatty. What? <laughs> I was like, that's the last thing I wanted, like, from a, like a porn, a male porn star is like, he's so witty and chatty. Uh, he's an anomaly then. I do need this gentleman's name. Because that's insane. Uh, what else did he say? He said the other thing. I was just like cheesing out because I was like, this is so absurd. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then his other his signature move. And I was like, what is a street fighter? Yeah, what is he like? He has this other move where he uh, he puts his balls in her vagina. I'm going to throw up. And I, was, and I was like, like the whole thing. And he's like, no, 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 no. Just the balls. He squeezes both balls in. And my and my response was like, "Oh, I bet he has a stomach ache." That is <laughs> that is nerd like, in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I don't know. It's uh, perfectly what we were talking about. Like uh, guy balls, ball guys, guy balls, mom with balls. <laughs> it's not I need even that. that colloquial. Oh, he 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 sure balled that broad. It was like no, no, no. He didn't have sex with her. His balls did this. See, that's the thing. Like it, it has shifted and I'm not going to be. Oh, that's that's. I mean, that's why we're in dad talk because we're like these kids today and their ball porno. Well, let, let's take it. I guess we're going to. It came from that stupid sentence because I just think it's funny when you see that stuff. Take it to a place. I'm not a holier than now. I've looked at no. porn. I've been on Pornhub. Sure. I'm sure everyone has. Uh, or not, but whatever. If if anyone has it, it's it's safe. You to should. It's now. free. Exactly for now. It's the most American thing for in now. the world. 
because pretty soon all these guys that are watching Pornhub like fiends are going to see their now they're going to get billed specifically for visiting certain sites. That's what happened with the uh, what's it called the FCC, the regulations that got dropped from uh, net oh, neutrality. Yeah, the net neutrality now, stuff. Yeah, believe me, Pornhub, which gets more traffic than fucking as much traffic as Facebook, probably. They are going to have a right to make an agreement with Time Warner that says, hey, if you want your Time Warner customers to be able to access Pornhub, we want to cut. So Time Warner is going to say, well, we're not going to eat that. So we'll just say, hey, guys, certain sites, adult sites, you're going to get charged 10 cents for every time you go on or 10 cents a minute. So all these guys are going to have. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a. A throwback, throw forward. Yes. It's like calling the old sex lines. It it really is gonna go back. So everybody's gonna go huh, huh, huh. screenshot. I'm gonna I'm gonna tape uh this video with my phone and then I'll have it. And then I'll go <laughs> yes. back to the same videos. It really is. Everything goes in cycles. Yes. Uh and that's my wicked nineties crazy brain with sex talking. Yeah. I'm gonna call this woman and after a minute I'm gonna say Oh, actually, I'm only 14. You can't charge me. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> it's against the law. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I invented it. Uh, okay, so we are in dad talk. We both have daughters. Uh-huh. What is your feeling on when you open Pornhub? Maybe you haven't. If you open it and you see a video and it says something horrendous like something rapey culture and you're like oh oh that horrible woman was some man's daughter <laughs> right? no, exactly no. that, that was a joke that like horrible, you think but... that before but you definitely think that now well do you i'm asking like when all of the when all of the like when lawrence fishburne when the hot news was like lawrence fishburne's daughter is doing porn i think she still is oh i didn't know that but okay uh yeah, and you're like, oh, that poor man, that poor father. I mean, what about the mom? <laughs> like, also, <laughs> that, that that girl's poor parents. Right, right. Yeah, yep. And there's so many more aspects that go into it, but it is definitely like a, a, a shift. But there was we had already talked about it. You I don't become know. A, more aware of stuff like that, definitely. Uh, I, and I I'd be lying if I didn't say yeah. Right. I was like, oh god, yeah, of course. Or not. you'd belong on Muscle Beach if you were like. Yeah, <laughs> I've been defiling urinals for years. So, um, what was I gonna say? But before that, I'm and the the culture, like you know, I'm I'm known I'm known in certain circles as the toilet. So let's not put on airs here, which is I think the uncles, term I was uncles trying to look don't for. defile this toilet. Right. Uh, so I never thought anything would be shocking, but so the fact in the last in let's call it the the online that Bill Maher culture, the fact that you can click on a video and just go, nope, no thanks. That's like right yeah. off the bat too much because it's yeah. frighteningly offensive or abusive or this or that. Sure. Is just is is crazy. It was like it all started like this was before, but like once you start to notice sad eyes Oh God! It, it, it's time to hang up your spurs. <laughs> so it's like I just I. That's just all sadness, and then you see your you just then the sad eyes are your own sad eyes looking on your own sad. It's like yeah, too much for me. 
Yeah, it's it's not an issue for it's not an issue two dads can tackle. But we oh, started definitely it. not. Oh, Start we're uncomfortable. Moving on, moving on. Let's get back to that guy that puts his balls and stuff. <laughs> uh, this is a kind of a decent transition. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it or if we're we're still in 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 in, in dad mode, but I am watching a documentary series on Netflix entitled The Staircase. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Ashley and I watched the first episode. Okay. So, or I guess the first two, because we saw the Forensic File episode. That's where I had seen it. Yeah. Well, I have one episode to go. And, man, I, I don't know how far you're into... Uh, well, like, hmm. about halfway through episode two. We can't have spoilers. There's some... No spoilers. Well I'll just say the, there's like, something sexual that's about to happen. Crack. Oh, yeah. They cracked that dude's computer open like it <laughs> oh, was. Oh, you see the forensic file. Like a gay veteran. <laughs> it's so good because his response is like continue. Like you literally will eventually see his lawyers. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, no spoilers here other than you seeing the forensic files. His response yeah. to them, like, like being like, so you uh we got contacted today oh that by, was my fucking favorite part by, by a male escort named David and he says that you two had sex he's like what he what? says yeah he's like oh, what he's like yeah four or five times he's like huh how are, many I, times? I, are you are you kidding me and then no, the, through the it, weird... he just eventually goes, well, we're going to have to deal with it. It's like, just be honest you know with what... your lawyers. Other than his poor acting in that moment of his fake overly surprised, I was like, what are you, fucking 13? And your mom found your mom found your dirty pornos? Like, it's like, what? Six or seven? Oh, come on now. And then he questioned he asked repeatedly without being prompted is he just goes, where? That's where? right. <laughs> I was like, that is the question of a man who fucked a man six or seven times of like, well, where, where did he say it happened? Durham County? Like, what? I, I feel like you denying it completely negates the fact. But when you start to get specific. Well, what time did he say? Then we're then you guys had sex at least one time, and then it's just so like uh, it is a weird. Uh, I can't wait for you to watch. I can't. I can't recommend it enough. It is a crazy case, and I will say it's a case that I was convinced one way when I started, and if I were on the jury, would go a different way when I ended. Yeah, and this guy's a fucking guess, weirdo. That doesn't take away. No, I guess we could, I mean, you could do a little, if if you haven't seen it, like Hans said, it's See called it. The Staircase. It's based on a case about a guy, uh, his wife, he claims, fell down the stairs mm-hmm. and died. He called 911. She was still alive. He called again. She was dead. They come in, and of course, and then he, they start to investigate the case, and it gets fucking weird, just as Real we weird. said. like It switches from... I mean, it's not a spoiler. So he says it was an accident. She fell down the stairs. It's within forty-eight hours that they, or twenty-four hours, they rule it a homicide, yeah. and he was the only one there. So now this guy's on trial for murder, and this guy's a fucking piece of work. 
oh, he he's an author, and you can tell. Oh, yeah. And like, he's he an author like of military fiction, which will come he, into play. If they made it into about. a movie, he would either be played by John C. McGinley, who is the, the shitty doctor from Scrubs. Oh, God. Jesus. Or, um, or Martin Short with a nose, prosthetic <laughs> nose <laughs> no. and eyebrows. Because uh, he has a few uh, Martin Short moments where he's like, oh, <laughs> well, cause oh, where? He where is, did you? How many times? He is this, and people around him, they are, they do represent a pretty reprehensible sect of intellectual privilege that is very yeah. off-putting. And he, he wrote a book, but it was like, what was it, like Charlie Tootsie and the Tales of the... Like Hollywood Beach or something. It was like it was about military it was a, men's relationships. It was a military thing, but it had the like goofiest Charlie Two name. Shoes or something. Charlie Two Shoes, yeah. And it's like it's like that. Ep- it's like an episode of The Office where they find. I was like, oh, it was that military division that uh, they're just all gay. It's it they didn't is, even leave the boat. It is the real approximation of one of the funniest scenes from Brain Candy. Where oh uh, god, that's uh, all I was thinking about. Family dad, old, you know, stereotypical. Scott Thompson's playing this guy, stereotypical homosexual mustache or whatever you would want to say. That, that, that gay stash, that is. Um, and he's just upstairs jerking off to like, uh, what is it like, male calendar models? And his kids are. Yeah. The camera pans down. His kids are downstairs watching TV. Uh, Kevin. Um, Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald plays his wife. He comes home. He goes, hey, kids, where's your dad? He's upstairs masturbating to gay porn again. She goes, oh, again. And then he he hears she's home, dumps water over his face, covers himself with a robe, comes down. He's got Ooh. a rocking erection, and <laughs> yeah. he gives her a hug, tells her how much Ooh. he loves her. But it's, that is exactly what this is. And Just it's got out of the shower again. Honey, I was taking a shower. Uh <laughs> Interestingly enough, in today's age, I wonder if the shift has happened. This all happened in 2002, and I think I saw the Forensic yeah. Files in 2003. And my thought in 2003 was, oh, well, this dude's gay and he's covering up with his wife. Yeah. But now when I watch it, I'm just like, I don't know. It's 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 Hans, more... he's not gay. He's bi. Yeah, there, 5,000 his... times. Even as his brother say it. <laughs> But that that the shift now is, he's just there. No, there's a moment where they say he's definitely a straight man who loves anal sex. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You do look at it different in a like he's a he's a confident, competent. I can tell he's intellectual with privilege as much as he walks around with that pipe. That pipe where he could be walking around with a pipe with as many houseboys as he wants and live and adopt. He has to adopted daughters anyways. He doesn't even need yeah. them biologically. Well, that's the thing. Like anytime I see like these on like a forensic file or something is like it makes it seem like it was like 1951. Right. And it's like, no, this was 2001. Right, exactly. It's okay to be gay. Yeah. 
Yep. I mean, it's. I mean, depending on what part of the country you live in, it's they, harder. They were in the South, I guess. But this guy's not. He's not a Southern. He's not Jeffrey Dahmer working at a chocolate factory hiding his homosexuality. This guy's a fucking rich writer in upper crust. He can be as gay as he wants to be, no without repercussions. And the best was though that I love that you we or you will talk about the woman who tried to suppress your vote. But there's that one woman who works for the uh, prosecution. Yes. And when they they get into the scene where they talk about like finding all of his filthy pornography, <laughs> it made me so sad because it's just like ads from the back of a fucking street magazine. Yeah. It's just like hunks faces and abs and then a, a random butt cheek and then a, you know, just a erection floating around on a piece of paper. It looks like one of those ads in an old comic book right. with all of the crap crammed onto it, but this is all just like parts of the male body. Right. And she's like, this is not she's pornography. She's so disgusted. This is hardcore pornography, folks. I was like, ma'am, you've never seen it. This is, this is print. These are print ads. This is child's play. <laughs> Haven't you seen Uncle Defile's Toilet? <laughs> God, can you imagine? She would have a fucking heart attack. (laughs) I couldn't tell if she was more disgusted by, like, uh, men having sex with men. It's ungodly. Or the fact that they were, they claimed to be in the military service. Like, she was beyond disgusted. She was, like, flabbergasted. Like, she had seen something she could never unsee. I feel like her... Um, world she lives in the fact like too many things dissipated at once she'd never seen a guy getting a blowjob from another guy so gay people were out in some different sphere where it yeah, might be abstract. a thing I've, yeah. when I when she in her head when she hears the term gay she hears an affect and guys who like to drink daiquiris or something Right, right. she's in a very innocent form of it. Part of a Will and Grace episode she caught on the sneak. Yes, and yes, and exactly, and was like, I'll never tell anybody to watch that. And then when she thinks of the military, she sees the flag covered coffin and patriotism and going over and defending our freedom, holy, pure, and uh, and it's the reason she can prosecute in America. So there's a purity there. So yeah. when she sees a soldier with his fucking, with a back zipper Rock on, fucking pinching it off, her it blew her mind. It's like she can never go home again. That's true. Yeah. You, once you see the lights of old gay Paris, like literally. Or that, <laughs> oh, like that's the other, that's the other part I missed is, so you have the gay aspect, the military aspect, and then I didn't even describe, didn't discuss the fact that real pornography exists yeah like if she no like, it's not real pornography what what she would define as pornography define as hardcore pornography that she would actually find images yeah of sexual acts happening no Put it's, that trifecta together it's as if she was gone for a long weekend like long drive she's like all i want to be is home she gets home turns the lights on she hears something in her house she goes into her kitchen and it's fucking bigfoot dressed as fucking george washington fucking the shit out of a urinal (laughs) 
can never come back from that. Guilty. <laughs> Bigfoot fucks urinal. All this urinal talk. I mean, it, it reminds me of uh, it. It, it reminds it again. Uncle defiles urinal. That's the sequel yeah. to Pie in the Toilet. It's just another art house film. It'll oh, just yeah. be like an uncle walking into a bathroom, you know, k- kissing the back of a urinal, <laughs> and then you know, s- flushing a flower down the toilet. <laughs> I mean, it's all art house stuff. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Just makes me think. I remember seeing an art. A friend showed it to me, and I was like, ah, okay. It was a vi- of course it was a Vice article, and it was a, a yeah. Vice article about piss dungeons of New York City. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. I'll give it. I'll give it a gander. And they showed this thing, and it was like I wondered where it was. It was like, yeah, the police came in, and they had pictures of the space, and they called the police because this guy was in the bathroom, and it was like one of those just like busted ass old urinals, like you know, it just seems like it's barely hanging on. Like maybe the the tube just drains out on the floor, and you're just like, okay. So he, I guess the guy was taking a piss. And he looked down, and he saw an eye. Oh, my God. So they, like, <laughs> moved the wall, and there was, like, a little... <laughs> it looked like a little sort of, like, dorm room area. Like, a clearly, like, people were hanging out in there waiting for their turn. But it was, like, a hole cut into the... Uh, oh, the guy... The, the eye wall. was... It, was a, the, it wasn't, a like, a body part. No, no, no. He oh. stuck his head through the wall into the extra large old urinal. And of course, they had to remove the grate. Yeah. There's no urinal cake because it'll get in the way. He stuck his head in and you just hang out. So there's like a cinder block with a sock, like oh. made into a makeshift pillow. And then there was other like little, you know, like Christmas lights for the people waiting in line. And you just stuck your head in and some guy'd piss on your face. <laughs> hey. There you go. Some of those guys were uncles, by the way. I think, yeah. Pure Aren't uncle on uncle. Though? Piss dungeons. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think if I got anything. Oh, I got one more. It's just not even. So, uh, I don't. Do you go. Do you do a lot of, like, events yet with, like, Ruby? Like, Ashley and I will, like, take Harvey to stuff, like, free stuff like kids stuff you know no uh but i know we're actually using you guys as examples to feel more comfortable doing that like we ordered these um headphones you guys recommended oh we yeah, yeah take definitely. her to like uh, a baseball team down here the baseball team here is they're the river dogs we want to go to a game but we mm-hmm. want to get those headphones on her first and as of right now like lee and karen are down here now uh, yeah, Rick and Cindy, Meg's parents were down here last week. Her brother the week before. So we've had a lot of people visiting. So when we've been going out, yeah. like it's just like she'll go out to like a restaurant or she'll just go out with us. But we haven't, and she's out at the winery every Saturday when we have like it's it's not event, but it is like it's food trucks yeah. and a, a ton of people and live music. But we haven't, you know, we haven't done the whole um, a lot of stuff yet. We so. It's on the agenda. I was just going to, because I made a note, because we try to do it a lot, and uh, we lived down the street from uh, uh, the library. Yeah. The Columbus Library, which is, is an amazing library. Uh, but they had a, uh, like, a reptile day, like mm-hmm. free. Got a library card, you got to go. So we're like, cool, we'll take Harvey. 
Like she can just look, you know, sure. at these, you know, snake, whatever, like whatever reptiles. We didn't really know what it was going to be, but it was, it was free and something to do to get out of the house. So we go down and we walk in and it's just one of those things you're kind of immediately like. Because <sighs> uh, I just <laughs> it was like dad sense and like going to these like kids events. You just notice there are just a lot more like malingering skags okay like just people hanging out and you're like do you do you have a kid or are you just here to hang out because it's free wait a so minute th- wait sorry i gotta interject on that you and and i don't think this applies but have we switched over to daddom and henning will have to attest to this when we were filming sketches in new york on two separate occasions, we were confronted by authorities in public parks for filming sketches. And uh, is, it, is it totally different? I'm just, I'm just wondering, because at the time we were like, what are we talking? We're not, we're clearly in the park with an agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe it's me, but no, these definitely, this isn't the same thing. Like if you, like, if you someone's had Harvey screwing around off in the distance. Right. Like that's different than like. Oh, you you're two feet away from me and my daughter. Yeah, I know. I, I I just wanna I just wanna remind people that there was a time when we were we were singled out as potential offenders. Oh yeah, definitely. And that was still In unjust. Unjustful. I would I would get upset. I would call the authorities on a young sketch group because I go, What what is that sketch? You're trying to move That's in? That's such I don't a like bad premise. Uh, get out of uh, here. They don't have kids. Police, South Carolina police, there's a bunch of pedophiles down here doing bad comedy. All right, please. All um, right. So we went to this reptile day, and it was cool. And of course, the guy who hosted it, like, super knowledgeable. But of course, he looks like straight out of central casting, like, evil pedophile from crime thriller. Like, long ponytail. Right. Like, broken glasses. He has a lisp. Lanky. Super nice. And all these kids there. And then wait, there's just wait. Cr- Let's not gloss over broken glasses. But, you know, like, just, like, disheveled, like, <laughs> cocked immediately. Like, that's the, the, the glasses that's that make you look insane. Right that's yeah. that's concerning. Um, So he's really cool, and, like, he's doing his spiel, and, like, he's just got a lot of snakes. You come <laughs> right. to find out, like, these are just his. These are his pets. He has a lot mm-hmm. of snakes. He's a snake guy. Which is fine, but then sitting next to us is another, like, I was... Like, I want to kiss you on the forehead because you're so perfect, but uh, just get filth in my teeth because he looked <laughs> like you'll you'll know this because like Watertown, like he was a dirty. Oh, yeah. He looked he's just like a dirt bag, dirt, dirty guy. Sure. He's one of those guys who's like could have been 40, could have been 13. Gotcha. Like totally looks the same. But you could like, of course, he had like a full he's leather a jacket. Man. Yeah, like, of course he was red-haired. I don't like know. Like a <laughs> yeah, full <okay>. leather jacket. <laughs> of course. Just something like... Are you Einstein? Like a, <laughs> yes. A dirty ginger guy. Like, uh, patchy goatee. Like, pleather-ish jacket. Like, ill-fitting shirt where you could put a CD in it. <laughs> gotcha. Like, big baggy basketball shorts. That's and then, horrible right there. Uh, like, 
basket like filthy basketball shoes with no socks. Oh, high tops? Yes. That it, basketball shorts in public if you're not working out LeBron or you don't James. have to be playing basketball, <laughs> but if you're just I mean there's just something special hey. about that. Wow, yeah, dirty is a, and, that's a good description. And he so he was sitting close to us. So there's all these kids there and and he was sitting there and he's kind of got his his mama close to him, this lady like ponytail dreadlock hair, like really tight t-shirt, like big gut. Yeah. You know, they're kind of just off to the side, which is not, not I wouldn't have even noticed them other than cursory just passing through except the snake guy, the reptile guy's doing his spiel. Yeah. And of course, King Dirtbag yeah. is sitting there like peanut gallery trying to like go at the reptile guy. Like he doesn't know enough about snakes? Like he knows more about snakes than the guy who has a fucking box of snakes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so he'll like chime in like, uh, 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 and the snake guy's ignoring him. He's like, yeah, I had a, a Obama Burmese python. In middle school. To okay, you, of course. On. No, he was talking to his his lady. Oh, gotcha. But, like, okay. just loud enough, you know, for anyone around him to know that he had an albino python when he was in middle school. <laughs> so the guy moves on to talk about another snake. He again chimes in with, well, I don't know, uh, like, I think it's warm-blooded or whatever, you know? He's just like, and everyone ignores him, and again, uh... I mean, I had I had an albino python in middle school. Except each time you get a little more information, he's like, but I had to give it away. And then again, <laughs> more snakes, he goes into it. Yeah, the, my mom uh, had to give it away because uh tried to kill me. So my mom <laughs> killed it with a broom. You know, like it just more escalates, escalates. So he gave away a dead? A dead snake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Donate. <laughs> So it gets to the point where the guy's passing around his snakes and letting these little kids hold it. And, you know, he's being really cool. Like, you can touch it. Don't worry. These snakes are nice. And little kids are holding it. And then he's got a bigger one. It's kind of making its way around the room. And, of course, old old dirtbag just snags it up and just holds it. Like the cover of a metal album, just like in his hand. <laughs> and just looks sternly over the room of young children. And then he, then he's moved past his like snake. They had a moment where they bonded, and like he got to tell the snake guy he had an albino python. Right. He had to give away because his mom, because almost killed him. I don't know if you heard me, but yeah. (laughs) And then he just gets on this like tangent about. When's he gonna bring out those tarantulas? Just and I, at this point, we're getting ready to go. The snakes have come around, and he had like huge snakes, and uh, these kids are going crazy. And Harvey's having fun, but she's getting like over, just overstimulated yeah. because sure. these kids crazy, and she's excited. And then, uh, so we're getting ready to go, and I was like, these two yokels are just working this room. I was like, I wonder where their kids are, because yes. not to like. Einstein it there was some dirty kids there and I was like maybe that's their kid <laughs> yes and I'm like the, the, there's a couple kids like being really rambunctious and nobody's like 
stepping wish... up to be like, cool it, dude. That's a turtle. Don't don't knock the turtle shell like a door. I wish, I hope the story ends with the most pristine, like, little Lord Fauntleroy children take the hand of King Dirtbag. And he's like, all right, kids, let's go. But I don't think that's how it's uh, going to end. No. So, like, and I'm like, where are they? Like, their kids got it. These, they're terrible parents. Like, these kids are going crazy. Like, they're going to hurt right. these animals. They're going to hurt themselves. Uh, and then two other equally as dirty dudes come in, but they're also, like, perfect. They're like a perfect quartet because the other guy that comes in is really short with, like, a metal shirt. Yeah. Kind of looks like a Beavis or a Butthead. <laughs> and then a really crazy tall guy. Yeah. With also broken glasses. So I was like, these four people are fucking, this, they're perfect. They're fucking perfect. And we're getting ready to leave. And again, the guy's telling his buddies uh, for probably the 5,000th time about his fucking albino python. And he's like, oh, I think he's going to bring out the tarantula. <laughs> oh <my laughs> getting ready God. to leave. They, so we left and then we went to check out some books. And we're leaving. And they're just all sitting outside like fucking around like they're just fucking hobo tramps <laughs> that were like napping in the library and they're like oh snakes let's oh, go play with snakes yeah of course the library can't kick people out of those sweet chairs yeah they just but the lot you know what the, no and the library shouldn't discriminate against people that need to come in out of the rain and shelter and, and check out books and read books the library can say hey 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 do that's you have children? A, that's an event for children and their parents. But wait, wait, wait. Are you Tony? Are you the <laughs> albino Burmese python expert? That Did you loves get spiders? my brother that dead snake? Get in there. Yeah, that's that's creepy. That's creepy. That is, and, and I wonder when you'll make that, and it sounds a little, to go back to that word, innocuous, bizarre, disturbing, but there will be a moment in your life where you, and sooner than later probably well you'll be in an event and you go hey fuck off oh yeah there's no doubt about it because that that as you tell it to me now and as i think about it that's pretty close to like get away from us right fucking it. you don't have any kids I mean, like here? i said they weren't doing anything wrong and i just thought some of these dirty kids were their dirty kids <laughs> who's whose dirty kids were they the boxcar children were they solving <laughs> mysteries <laughs> yeah is there a key in that up. turtle? <laughs> yeah. No, so it's just like, yeah, it's getting close where, because it's just like, I was holding Harvey on my lap and the snakes would come around and she would pet a snake and then go. But like, when she's moving around, it's like, all right. Ugh. So yeah, malingering skags, keep your eyes open. Oh man. Well, see, and I can infiltrate the skags. I can give Ruby to Meg and I'll go, I think those are some skags over there. <laughs> Let me go infiltrate. I'll put on my robot condom outfit. <laughs> tickle them with some dildos. Ow, that's all cold tag. Pre-tagged. I pre-tagged the cold. Oh, man. We should probably get to that then. Yeah, we should. And without further ado, politics. Ras- what do we call it? Raspberry salad? <laughs> well, we did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your cold tag. Of- enjoy your cold raspberry salad. <laughs> and, oh, a, and a, a character we're gonna make Henning do. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah.
okay. Ugh. All right, from dumb dads to dirty uncles to what did we into <laughs> to snake kings, baby? There it was episode ninety. Thank you so much for listening. We do love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Or you wait. We do, do love you. Nothing you can do about it. But you can do us a solid. Give a rate. Review the pod. Check us out on Facebook. And now listen in for some real time with Bill Toilet. All right. Ah, hey everybody. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Hans. I'm Casey. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh, man. Uh, well, at least we got it out. We didn't wait Daniel. 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you started a little a little overtalk, a little dubstep, but, you know, <laughs> hey, I, th- I think any new listeners like, these guys got it together. Oh, Let's God. go. I was actually- <laughs> yeah, right. Can I, you imagine a lo- new listener now as we're about to launch into our brand new segment? Uh, oh, do we got a new segment? I don't know. We haven't named it yet. I don't know. I was just thinking because, unfortunately, Henning is- not with us this week. He's busy finishing important work for yes. his big move. But, I mean, you're about to have more Henning than you can handle. So, t- you know, I know how abrasive Henning can be. So all our listeners oh, out there, Lord. just breathe breathe easy right now. Take, you know, little zen because hen's coming at you. The zen before the hen. That's my <laughs> more. It's whatever is like if Henning became like a... um. Who's that crazy zealot who's always pushing steroids? <laughs> crazy zealot. <laughs> no, no, not Henning, but who's that guy on TV who, no, I'm who, trying who to said the president was raping pizza boys? Oh, uh... He looks God, like a sausage casing. Is it the guy that Ralph uh, Ralph McAfee, the guy that invented the, the cybersecurity? No, he's like a big Trump truther right-wing supporter on the radio like from texas and he's like oh 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 uh, alex jones alex jones so if henning you know henning's alex jones <laughs> not henning is but if henning were like oh, an I alex wish. jones character and then your big break or someone's big break they'd be like all right he's intense he's got a big following so you know some big money person's gonna get the show after because they're gonna get residual yeah but they want to introduce somebody new for the radio show before his, so that would be your oh, Zen before I the got end. They're auditioning for the opening slot. Yeah, they're opening, opening slot. for for Hennix Jones. <laughs> that sounds Hennix Jones sounds like something that would be in like some it's like an Adult Swim cartoon. It's like yes, a... uh, I was thinking like heavy metal or Aeon Flux. Hen- oh, that's yeah. it. Hennix Jones. Ooh. Henning in like a bondage bikini, hosting a late night talk show in the future oh, somewhere. Well, let's not like cheapen it. We wouldn't put Henning in a bikini, but Henning would have like look like really angled that like angled animation, that sharp edges. Yeah, like a lot of black, like silvery sure. costumery. Well, you'd have to. You yeah. de- what makes it edgy is like the to delve into the. Like the subculture, like a seedy subculture. Yes. Like Henny the would... Matrix did, like the with the BDSM stuff. But what would the new seedy culture be? Like that's old, like he just wears a toilet around his neck. <laughs> like... <laughs> no. 
I was going to say the new, well, it's not the underground culture, but the new culture to be infiltrated, with, which now I'm just laughing at, now put it in the, the realistic realm, <laughs> yeah, is right. the Trump-like base to be... Um, to be infiltrated, but if you put it in reality, if you see Hennix Jones like showing up to infiltrate like a Trump rally, and he's got like, <laughs> but that's how you beat him. You you're so far forward thinking that your future conspiracies out far outweigh Alex Jones. Hennix Jones's theories are nuts, but reasonable. Well, yeah, you know what? Now that you mention it, I think the way to infiltrate a MAGA party would, just, would be would to show just up look with a toilet seat around your head. Really boring. Like, would you just be like, "I gotta listen to this guy. He's wearing a suit made of dildos, <laughs> and he's wearing a mask made out of pineapples." What's he gonna say? Oh God, he sounds like like a fucking Civil War historian. Well, he the costume you show up with is a. You take one of those men's room condom dispensers off the wall, strap it around your chest, and then when you show up, you dispense not condoms, but uh, buttons of Barack Obama with a Hitler mustache. That's how you infiltrate (laughs) the Trump base. (laughs) And you walk like a robot. like Of course. I talk like this. Hennix Jones. (laughs) That old con, that old dildy robot, handing out the truth. Speaking of tales from the fringe, you said you had a, you had to, you fought the system, Tox, toxic shock, the system. That was a perfect transition. I had we we could have used, but I wasn't ready because normally when I want to go into a transition, Henning interrupts me. Oh, Fenix. Fenix. <laughs> Not even here to defend himself. Um, oh my god. Yes, here's here's what happened. And I want to tell you an honest or I want to ask your honest opinion. Because I mm-hmm. see not fault and in, in fact not mm-hmm. not fault at all, but I want to see if your reaction would have been the same or justifications, this and that. And so what we're talking about is yesterday the South Carolina primary um, Mm -hmm. happened. Yeah. Uh, I'm a registered voter in South Carolina. It's one of the first things I did in South Carolina, not because, in all honesty, um, for my patriotism. but forward thinking and issue-mindedness. Yeah. The only way I could... um, refute a jury duty thing that had been haunting me from New York was (laughs) I had to show them that I was registered in a different state. And it was really like they, it was like they had messed up. I think I talked about it on the podcast. They had messed up a bunch of um, paperwork. So I got called for jury duty twice here and there. Give me one second. I got to switch out a headphone. Cool. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, Okay. So, there was a lot of issues with the jury duty. So, for, for, long story short, the only way to do it is I had to do a mail-in voter registration ballot. I mailed it in. Had to fill out paperwork. I did. This has nothing to do with political party, by the way. I don't think. Uh, uh, but I may, I am a registered Democrat. Anyways, I get it back. So I. This was you know how long have I been in South Carolina? Eight months, something like that. Yeah. I I I. <clears throat> 
I look up online, what do you have to do to show up to vote in South Carolina? A valid driver's license, a military ID, a U.S. passport. Uh, am I missing one? A voter registration card. Oh, excuse me. Voter registration card with valid ID, with valid military ID, U.S. passport, or a voter registration card, voter registration picture card, which I guess is a thing. Do you still have to own land to vote in South Carolina? Right, right. And I will say I was coming from work, so I was looking a little ragged. Um, hey, that, that I bet that works. Suits him. Yeah, I feel like I got a little, um, they went, here comes a dim. <laughs> but, uh, um. You Bluetooth in in your laptop. <laughs> so, so that's what I look up and, and I'm honestly not thinking anything and I'm not thinking, by the way, I'm well aware to anybody listening, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and I'm in Charleston County, which would be the most progressive liberal, whatever word you want to put on it. But we don't even have yeah. our district, um, uh, like is up for anything in the state legislature or anything. So really, a democratic, you know, it's it's a hopeful push because this concept mm-hmm. of the blue wave and everything to flip these houses, the flip these seats, no mention, yeah. no mention of any potential there in South Carolina. You never know, but but regardless, and this mm-hmm. story goes beyond that because it's not about going to vote; it's when someone tries to stop you from voting that fucking i didn't know i would get so mad but i got real mad i've been listening to too much like i know this doesn't fucking matter but i get to decide to throw my fucking vote in the trash exactly you don't get to do it for me and um anyway so i show up uh polls are open from 7 a.m to 7 p.m i finish with work meg and i get here the polling place is literally and this will come into play later uh six minutes away from my house i drop her and ruby off i go to the polling place which is in a church separation church and state there you go ding 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 we started First off already stinker uh i show up it's about six thirty right about there verging on 6 30 i arrive first thought is amazing because where have we been voting the last however many years it's been lines around the door it's been a pain in the ass shit and there's nobody in line there was one person just finishing up there's literally only two people that are handling um voters like bring them in check them off the list it's that okay so i Get so my it's just ID. you. It's just and me. the count and the county goon, the ballot <laughs> stuffing goon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I hand my registration card. First of all, he says, "What's with your hat?" And I have the hat I'm wearing right now, and it says DWV. Yeah. I said, "Oh, it's Deepwater Vineyards where I work." I was, okay. <laughs> like, all right. I, I don't know. I don't know why that just made me think of that, but that was his first thing. I'm going through it. This is this is PTSD now. Post-traumatic suppressor. <laughs> Suppression disorder? Disorder. Thank you. Couldn't, couldn't think of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting out. I'm like shell-shocked, like World War I. Um, anyways, <laughs> so I hand him the thing, and then I hand him my valid picture ID, which mm-hmm. is a New York driver's license. And as Uh-oh. soon as I hand it to him, he just goes, what do, you go. want me? <laughs> what do you want me to do with He goes, what do you want me to do with this? I go, I don't know what you mean. He goes, what do you want me to do with this? You can't vote in South Carolina as a New Yorker. I said, no, 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 the registration. I'm registered to vote in South Carolina. He said, 
Yeah, but you don't have one of these. And he holds this picture. I can put up on Facebook this thing of the IDs I just told you. I go, well, I wasn't aware of that, but this is obviously a valid picture ID. And if you look, can you look me up on the system based on, because it's a physical card based on that card to show that I'm registered. He looks it up. He says, you sure are, but you're not voting today. I said, no, I'm voting today. I said, but don't worry about it. I guess I didn't realize that. May I have a provisional ballot? And this is where I insert a little bit of, you tell me if this is um, me being pushy. Anytime anybody tries to stop you from voting, no matter what hiccup it is, you just, if you want to vote, you just say, give me a provisional ballot. That is, a lot of people don't know that. That is, you cannot even be registered to vote, and you might not even vote. But if you go and they don't find you on that list, Mm -hmm. you can ask for a provisional ballot. That doesn't mean anything will be cast because a provisional ballot, at least in South Carolina, and it goes state to state in South Carolina because I researched it because we messed up with Meg registering. This is hilariously riveting, by the way, I know, was (laughs) she, uh, we messed up with her registering. So I looked up her provisional vote. And so we could go in and she could provisionally vote, but somehow we would have to get her registered with the proper ID to go validate that provisional ballot on the 15th, which I think is Friday. So I knew about their system. I said, give me a provisional ballot. I said, I can't do that. Why can't you do that? What? You don't have the proper ID. I said, the provisional ballot exists because of issues like ID... um, because of ID issues. It exists because of zoning issues. That is to ensure that I was here and re- willing to cast my vote within the time frame, but something messed up in the system so it can then count within the next, you know, so then it can go back mm-hmm. and count in the registry or whatever. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I said, well, then we have a problem. And again, I'm not, this guy was actually, he was curt, but he was nice. But the lady next to him, Patricia Stanley. <laughs> was a fucking was a meanie. Was she was being a douche because she just kept interceding. She had now gotten people and she would stop with the people and she'd go over he's going, he's not voting. I go, settle down. Let's figure this out. You're not voting, sir. You're not. And I was like, alright. And then this made me so mad and this is why I think I'm telling the story and uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of when somebody acts mightier than thou or whatever? Because that's not what I'm trying to be. If you're uh, in a... Yeah. Whatever that word is. I'm trying to I'm think of... Like, I was just thinking of another colloquial mightier than thou. <laughs> right. Like uppity? <laughs> yeah, Haughty? I'm not trying to be any... It, it's when you're trying to push... I'm such an idiot. So you, I'm that's to the thing. You were big time in them. You were fucking big no, time No, no, I wasn't. cool hat and your cool no, 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 ID. I, I'm referring to, I don't want to come across to the people listening as though I'm like trying to sound like I'm doing something great here. Because I, I think right, yeah. people should know that this is what you can do. But also, if you go to a voting place and you see somebody being told they can't vote, I had the guy walk by and go this. He goes, you messed up this time, but it don't worry. Just get it fixed. And he said, hey, and then another guy said, hey, it's the primaries, dude. Chill. Fuck those guys. Yes. Fuck them in their ear, either shut your mouth or do. And I don't know if these guys were Democrats or Republicans. 
I don't know what they thought of me. It doesn't matter. If you see somebody that's not being allowed to vote, and by the way, voting is not a fun experience. I don't care where. If you see somebody that also put the time or left work or left their kid at home or made some kind of goddamn effort to go to the polling place and some scumbag that's just a volunteer is pushing them away when we all know... And now anybody listening, we know that all you have to do is ask for a provisional ballot and there is a much better potential that you'll have a vote cast or at least you'll have come out there for a reason. Don't walk by and just say, you you know, you fucked up. It's like, fuck you. Just go give the guy support each other. Those like that fucking mentality is why fucking all these fucking child molesters are like, like all of these reprehensible assholes is because. The process of voting sucks. Yes. And if you take the time out of your day to go and you get treated like shit, you're just like, fuck this. And that'll come. So the story's halfway there. He says, thank you. Not going to happen. I said, no, thank you, sir. And again, that was as intense uh-huh. as I'd gotten at that point. And I walked yeah. away and I'm not huffing and puffing, but I do stop and I am in their eye shot and I... I'm not trying to make them feel uncomfortable, but I'm also making sure they know that I'm not going away. So I get on my phone because I'm aware that on voting day, shit like this happens and there are phone numbers you can call. And depending on how egregious the situation is, they will either send people out, like if multiple people are having the same problem at a polling place. And for all you know, this happened to every other person that walked in the door. Exactly. So I call, I end up, I look up on my phone. I end up the first thing that comes to mind is ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union. Uh, and I, it's not like I know anybody directly, but it does lead me to a phone number that's like a pretty generic number, but it's like one eight six six vote. And it's if you're having problems voting, call this number. I call. I get right through to an operator. I tell her my area, the precinct, where the voting place I'm voting at. She looks up into the information, and this is where I want to go in and say. The guy was accurate in telling me that I am not allowed to use an ID as a New York ID. If it's a license, it has to be South Carolina. But she's like, do you have any other of those IDs? I said, no. I said, actually, oh, first she said, but there's no reason they can deny you a provisional ballot. That That is unacceptable, especially since they found you as a registered voter in that county or whatever. And she said, but do you have any access to any of those forms of ID? I said, no. And then I said, wait, I have my passport that's expired like a decade ago. And she said, can you go home and get it in time to go back? And I said, yeah, I'm right around the corner. She said, well, do it. Because in our experience, a an expired passport is still at least a valid form of federal ID within the United States. How I love the fucking minutia. Minutia, of, yeah. Okay, uh, a fucking twenty-year-old passport yes. is better than a current ID, right? For another state, but I do it. I do it. I go around. I have to go through. I this passport is in in the depths of the closet. Actually, I'm looking in the closet in my office right now. I find it. I go back, and at this point, I'm a little shaky. One because I just ran there because I hadn't eaten really. Um, between like leaving work and home and dropping off because Meg was cooking, so I'm like, now I'm looking a little crazy. Like I'm gonna and hand my passport and I'm gonna be fuming. Yes, um, because now it's not about 
the check mark. It's yeah. about being told I <laughs> can't just do something. Farted on it and kissed it and gave it back to him. It's just all about getting the ballot from these people at this point. In fact, now that we say it, I would have I should have left even though I would have voted, I should have left the thing and went, you know what? I didn't research any of these people. I didn't even mark anything. Thanks though, guys. <laughs> but I show back up and the guy, the gentleman, is now occupied. So Patricia Stanley is who I see. Here we go. And again, I don't hey, baby, I'm not I'm heated. Coming. I'm a little shaky, but I hand over my passport. I have a smile with the registration card, and I go, Patricia, you really make us work for it down here. And I hand it over, and she went, well, he's back. And she's got a smile, and she tries, starts to look me up, and she goes, I can't find you. I go, oh, don't worry. Um, he found me in the system. Uh, and he comes over, and he's like, no, you got to just put in the last name. And she found it. She went, okay. She's like, so... And she starts, her glasses are down on her nose, and she keeps oh. looking down and then looking above her glasses. And I was like, what is happening? And then she's like, all right, you're good. And then she legitimately holds my passport up to a light, like it's a $100 bill. Oh, goes over and she goes, Christ. now this is you? I go, yeah, that's me. She goes, all right, but... You don't look that different. No. But you then she goes, then she says, nope, nope, wait a minute. That was close. This is expired. And I said, it doesn't matter. That is a form of ID. Your sheet just says a valid ID or a U.S. passport. That is a U.S. passport. And she's like, this isn't going to happen. And so the gentleman now, and this is why uh, there's there's some good that comes out of this. Because he leans over and she's like, you're not voting. She can't hand me the stuff back. He leans over and says, now hold on, Patricia. Give him the card. Mark him off and let him through. And then he's like, young man, I want to talk to you after you vote Uh, about why. I voted for weed, boners, (laughs) and gays. Weed was on the ballot. Um, Yes, it was. uh, Anyways, they do have you. And this was kind of sweet because, and I don't know if this is constitutional. I don't know. But I guess it's how it works because the primary, I I just don't know, state to state. So this is, I'm not like a super informed guy. After she marks me off, and by the way, types whatever the fuck she typed next to my name. It was uh, Russian. Right. Right. Basically, like, <laughs> put me on some list. Then she says Democrat or Republican. And I said Democrat. And then they have me sign my name under a Democrat list. I guess because I did specifically have a Democrat. It's not like California where Democrats and Republicans are on the same primary. So I only had a yeah. Democratic ballot. But. Yeah. So I go in there. And or no, I didn't go in there yet. As I'm waiting in line, a woman comes in. Now there is legitimately no way for me to know if she's Democrat or Republican because she's wearing nurses' scrubs. She comes in. She gives them their name, gives them the registration card, and they said, "Oh, I'm sorry. You should have been informed that we rezoned since 2016, and your voting place is actually down the street." And she said, "It's 7:55. I'm not going to make it there in time." They're like, "You might be able to." She's like, "I'm not going to make it there in time." And they're like, well, we're sorry. And I was in line. I said, stop. You can fill out a provisional ballot. And to which Patricia was like, I don't think so. So I was like, she is allowed to fill out a provisional ballot. She didn't know that her polling place changed. And and again, this and and nothing happened because she's like, I'm not doing that. I guess I'm not going to vote. And then she left. But look, look at 
this is two people in in a half hour two. in one polling place, and they're in charge, quote unquote, because they're the only people there. Mm-hmm. There was nobody backing them up except for two people and handing for out all stickers. We know, working in restaurants and fucking bars so long. The only reason they didn't fucking get the provisional ballots is because they didn't want to open the fucking box to get them in the first place. No doubt in my mind that was part of it because when I was because also Because then they would have line, to do inventory at the end of the night. If I open this box, then I got to count it all. If it's shut, then it just, I know it's 100 ballots. When I was in line and the guy was setting up my uh, ballot box, uh, ballot booth or whatever, I heard them say, as sitting down, he said, what time is it? And she, or he said, is it 7 o'clock yet? She says, no, it's 6.58. You'll know when it's 7 because I'll shout it. It's like, yes, they want to go home. They're on a shift. Even though it's volunteer, why the fuck did you volunteer? Then don't volunteer if you hate it so much. Maybe Then the only other explanation is that you volunteered to ensure that you could push, to, to ensure that you could hotshot people. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I get it. Like, because... If you volunteered because you are passionate about whether you're a passionate Republican or a passionate right. Democrat, it doesn't matter. There's a level of passion involved to sit and work this all fucking day long. You would think, because I was putting myself in those other people's position, and I was like, this guy really wants to vote. I'm going to try and help him as much as I can. I have these very strict rules I have to follow, but I'm going to try and help this guy out. I'm going to throw him a bone, not just tell him to fuck off. I want to put this little detail, because as you mentioned it, this is a great detail. When that guy was telling me for the first time to I can't vote with my New York ID, what he also said twice was, honestly, I've been doing this a long time, and this has never happened. I promise. Meaning, he's never gotten an out-of-state ID with a oh, registration card. Shit. Maybe bullshit, but imagine if that's true. That means... That a volunteer in a national polling place for a national election took his on his own shoulders to make the decision. They have numbers to call. If an incident sure. happens, if you something you don't understand, <laughs> you call and say, this is what happened. Instead, he said, this has never happened. I'm sorry. That's that. That them's the breaks. Uh, excuse me, sir. You're literally walking around with a fucking supercomputer in your pocket. How about you fucking Google it? Or maybe yeah. ring up the other guy, the, the person in charge. Right. The, the, the fucking place you met, the gymnasium you guys all met in the morning and had a fucking pep talk about how you're going to make sure Trump gets elected again. But anyways, it totally, um, so I do vote. And I walk out and I talk to him. And I do want to say this guy to come take i i say sir you had a nugget for me before i leave and he said yeah i want to tell you why i got you in there to vote <laughs> and again this this guy was okay he said i'm not supposed to we're not supposed to disclose any personal information as volunteers here but i am a retired judge so when you made your argument about your passport i looked over the list of ids and the id says a valid South Carolina's ID, uh, driver's license, a valid South Carolina ID, a valid um, registration photo ID, a valid military ID, U.S. passport. So he's like, the no fact valid. that it didn't say valid, he's like, I pick things out like that. That's why you got to vote. And 
great. I'm glad you did that. But I got to vote because it's my right to vote. But Patricia Stanley, and that's why I'm not using his name and I'm using her name. She was such a fucking jerk. And I feel like she wasn't trying to push an agenda other than an agenda of holier than thouness. Why can't I think of the sure. word? Superiority. Yeah. And that really fucks people over. Like, people are, and this happened right after the Ohio thing, which is going to uh-huh. filter down into all these states, and people aren't being allowed to vote. And all that means is, like, is the people, it just means that people's votes are going to be suppressed. And the people's votes that are suppressed are the people that don't know they have a right to fight back. Right. They're the people who have the most to gain. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, and it's totally in, it's just, it's such an, there's just innocuous things. They're little things, but they fucking make the difference. Like that woman who didn't vote, she may not vote again. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Just because she's like, I rushed after whatever I was doing. I and went. She was. After they her weren't nursing helpful. shift. They were not helpful. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. That's what she did, at least for that day. And then a woman in line said, well, you know what? She can't complain if the vote doesn't go her way. Fuck you. That is like, fuck you. <laughs> there was so that much is active. Fuck you. Like, that was, that's you admitting you have a fucking agenda. Like, fuck you. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I know there was, that's, that sucks. There was, we started over again. There was no humor in that. It just made me so fucking mad. Uh, and it, and it's so disappointing. And, uh, I know Pete, Sati, you're out there right now pulling your goddamn hair out <laughs> and maybe putting, maybe stuffing some explosives in a pipe or something, but don't because all we got to do is fight back and stuff like that. And say oh, if man. you see suppression say suppression say trademarked yeah there's a t-shirt yeah another is. one for the old the jerk practice rack if you see suppression start suppressing it's <laughs> just such a shitty thing anyways oh man uh, that and- were, the last time i did mine was not as harrowing as yours it was as equally disappointing right because I was independent, but I re-registered as a Democrat to okay. vote in the primaries. In 2016? Because I, yeah. Because I Bernie? was like, I, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No surprise to anybody who's ever heard me rant on my love for the Yanker. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but I went and I, w- I was really, because I got my card and my name was spelled wrong. And I was freaking out. So, like, I, you know, of course, I waited till voting day to open the my register to realize it was fucking spelled wrong. So, like, I ran down and it was like to the lady. I was like, out of breath. I was like, okay, so here's me. And I had my ID and I had, like, I brought utility, you know, like all the proof, yes, all possible yep. proof you could fucking bring. Me too. Yep. And I was like, okay, so here's my registry. My name is spelled wrong. On the thing, I just want to make sure that I can vote and my vote counts. Here's this. And I did this whole long and she just slowly looked up at me and basically like gave me the softest raspberry that you like was like, whatever. And she was like, I don't care. I got to vote and I yeah. was like, oh, but I hope it doesn't get thrown out because my name is wrong and it didn't matter because. My, my vote for my vote for Bernie got dumped on Staten Island and not counted. 
My vote for Bernie got, uh, I got a letter in the mail, I think I talked about this, about a month later saying that my vote didn't count. There was an issue with the polling place and my, because I had to fill out a provisional ballot because of a zoning and I knew to ask for a provisional ballot. But even then it came back and said, maybe because I didn't know that there was one more step to, you know, it's all fucked up and it fucks everybody up and it's so stupid. And it should all be, and it is so, it is already... Um, been proven more effective, safer to just let everybody fucking log in and cast their yeah. goddamn vote. That's it. Oh yeah, we do everything else, everything else. But it can be hacked, man. The machine, if the, <laughs> the machine I voted on could be hacked with a Nokia flip phone. It was so <laughs> archaic. Texas Instruments computer with a calculator. By the way, I think there was one more piece of spite because they put me in the handicapped booth. And so he was like, sorry, this is York. the only one open. They were all open. And he's like, this one works a little slower because it's for the slower people. So just oh. bear with it. It's like, oh, God. Oh, amazing. And that just means any vote cast in that machine, it goes right in the toilet. I feel like she might have marked something where I could potentially get a letter saying there was a problem with... Because she wrote a sentence. I'm a writer. Doesn't I don't have to be in front of the keyboard. I can be behind the computer to see that she clicked punctuation at the end. So, yeah, no anonymity for her. Everybody friend her on Facebook and, and let her know that she's... Um, ruining our democracy and there's a really there's a good democrat down here you know what we're at 33 there's a guy named joe cunningham who uh-huh. has maybe enough money he's not he wasn't the d dn triple c candidate he wasn't supported by yeah. the democrat but he's running as a democrat he won the primary um yeah. and he's a young dude and he maybe he had enough money and people have had crazy money to run campaigns i've talked about it too yeah. much here to run TV ads. He's got to run sure. two TV da- two two T or four TV ads. He's there shot himself on an iPhone or his wife and it's yeah. just a really simple like it shows him at a march, it shows him with his wife, it shows their new baby and he's just like this country is not where it's supposed to be and it's getting weird and I think we got to change it. So I might be your guy. Like, it's like a real, like, he's like, really just like. Ellipses question mark? It's basically like, it's the shoulder shrug of campaign ads. And I like it a lot because it's basically like, I don't know what to do. Let's do it together. It's But he got the, he got the vote over, I forget whoever the other guy was. So I don't know. But now there's a runoff for governor. The crooked. You know what? Fuck it. That was I'm I was gonna talk I was gonna talk more local South Carolina politics. I was gonna say like that fits into like a conversation I was gonna bring up of the idea of us like demarking segments so we can call it like a play. So we gotta have a politics one like Raspberry Salad. Yeah (laughs) and scrambled. <laughs> you just toss. You just toss something in. You just toss it in. It's like yes. a salad. Just yeah. So yeah. If you manage to listen to that, I, I do apologize that went on. And I, you know, in my my head, having a comedic mind, I was like, I'll make that funny. But it, I have the PT stress D, suppressed D, and I was like, there's not. I'm, I'm hot. I feel hot talking about it. But 
you know, everything can work out and will work out. Do you um, want to reintroduce and put that at the end? Oh, yeah, we could do that. 